Iconic meeting at Hanging Rock today. It's their Cup Day and Glen Ingram's done the form. Good morning, Glenn. Good morning, Warren. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Have you done a Hanging Rock Cup? Uh, I haven't, actually. No, I've, I've heard good reports, so I uh, might have to get out there next year. Well, we're testing your medal here with the, the first leg of the quaddy being a benchmark 52 over 2,400 metres. The emergencies come out on the seven race cards, so the quaddy on races four, five, six and seven. Northern Tarnay currently favoured at $4. Just Ed has spoke to Rajiv at $4.40. Fighting Sweet at four eighty. So an even market for a benchmark 52 to kick off the quaddy. How are you seeing it? Yeah, I went with the one. Warren spoke to Rajiv, uh, put him on top. I think he bolted in his maiden there at Barham Beatty, come around them on a day when you need to be up on speed. Uh, he was in plain last start up in grade. Um, he was firm in the market and just might have raced flat second up. He's always shown good staying ability and I think the 2,400 metres looks to be his go. You'll find it's easier. So I went with him on top to beat the two Northern Tarni in for second. He's a lightly raced three-year-old with a lot more upside than his compatriots. I like the way he found the line in second here at Hanging Rock, two starts back. He's had a little tick over jump out since that last run at Queanbeyan. I think he deserves his chance. The 10 Willits is a genuine one pace bayer racing consistently. He's in good form, albeit a picnic level. Should measure up again. I think at the $14, he's a touch over the odds for mine. And the 8, Solid Soldoka, uh, was also at big odds. Firm quite a bit this morning. He's racing well over shorter trips, uh, finding lines strongly at Stony Creek before winning at Balnarring over 2,000 metres. This is a logical step. 2,400, I think he's well placed too. Numbers 1, 2, 10, and 8. Race five's the Lonningen Millen benchmark, 52 over 1,800 metres. Take out numbers 10. Bottom three emergencies, 12, 13 and 14. Hugo Lux Vegas heads the market at $3.70. Bellator, $4.40. Hot Night at $7.00. That same price for Warlist. Chattering at $8.00. Eroet, $9.00. Plenty given a chance here. Glenn, how are you seeing it? Yeah, it is very even race. I was at the two Hugo Lux Vegas on top. He was good. Just turned over here to... Two starts back at Hanging Rock. He stepped up in grade last start. Got back in the run. He was a touch unlucky. Uh, he just got chopped out for a run there. Lost all momentum before picking up again. So I think he's a great chance to beat the 11 chattering. Uh, race wide and struggled to stall. He's down in class today. Um, but I think it's just a place chance. So I put him in for second. I've got the four Bellator in for third. The jury's out on how well he's going. But he does get a massive class drop here. And respecting that alone. And I put the toppy in for fourth. He's a very consistent horse. He's going okay. He's had to jump out between runs. I think the 1800 is a stretch, but might get away with it in this class. Numbers 2, 11, 4 and 1. Race 6, the third leg of the quaddy, is the feature. The Hanging Rock Cup, over 1800 metres. Scratch numbers 3 and 11. An ashy boy going for the Burrum Beat Hanging Rock Cup double for Paddy Kearney. Heads the market at $2.80. $4.40 for Bannerton. Reserve Street. It's been around in a number of country cups at $4.60. And Pure Deal, the fresh side for... Bevan Lamming, Richard Lamming giving Pure Deal a good chance today at $6.50. How are you seeing the cup? I went with uh, the fives. Uh, Warren, Ashy Boy on top. I, I made him my best of the day. I think he's really well placed to win again. He's had a consistent prep. That only recent uh, failure was a heart arrhythmia at, uh, at the Valley. So he won narrowly over the 1800 at Burren Beat on New Year's Day. He's had a month between runs, but he did have a, a jump out. Uh, he jumped out strongly, actually, with Prefer Us, who's a horse we'll see at Kilmore tomorrow. And I, I think that horse has got a good winning hope, too. So uh, actually, boys, draw them wide, but can push forward here to get a spot early. I put the six, Bannerton, in for second. Look, I'd, I'd nearly have him on top if he hadn't have drawn the one barrier. I think that's probably the worst possible scenario for him. He was super getting home last start. It nearly just couldn't reel him in over the 16.50. He's trialled smartly since. Uh, with any luck, he's right in the finish, too. The two pure deal resumes today for the Lemmings table. He's a proper staying horse. He put together a series of wins last preparation. He had a long prep, and he's jumped out three times to prepare. So expecting he's fit enough to win today. 
and the nine I put in for fourth. So Harbouring fought out the two horse war at Farm Beach. They meet again there with Ashley Boy. Harbouring has since been to Flemington and was out class, but just suited again here and can roll forward. Numbers five, six, two, and nine. Great to see Johnny Keating back in the saddle today following that fall at Benalla recently. Best of luck at, at Hanging Rock today, John. And he's got a ride in the last, and the last is a benchmark 58 over 1,600 metres. Emergencies come out, numbers 11, 12, and 13. Super Stink, Paddy Kearney again with a favourite at $2.60. Seren Hall with John Keating aboard, $4.40 for Brent Stanley. El Santo at $5.50. Nerevic at $6. How do we come home, Clint? Uh, yeah, well, I'm keen on the three here, Warren El Santo. On class alone, I think it deserves favouritism. Settled midfield and a leader-dominated race at Warrnambool was solid enough getting home in the straight. Just needs to use that one draw. Maddie Lloyd there, if she can hold the spot early, um, certainly gets a good run and a winning chance. I'll put the five in for second. Uh, Super Stingers, you know, could make it a stable and race-to-race double for Pat Kearney. He was a bit plain behind a handy caliper at Geelong. He then went to Wangaratta, was just rolled late. He's in his right race today with Logan McNeil pushing forward. The one Serenor is a last-up winner at the Rock. Uh, he was a smart ride. Mid-race move when they dawdled to sit outside the lead and raced away with Hugo Loves Vegas, who will get a form line through earlier in the day. And I'll put in the four popping hot. It's a big price. He's first up for the Emily and David Brown stable warren, but they are their horses that have improved dramatically this preparation. Second prep coming in uh, in Australia since coming over from New Zealand. So he'll want further, but could could run well fresh. Numbers three, one, three, five, one, and four. What's the overall plan for the Rock meeting? Okay, best bet race five, number five, Ashy Boy. Next best race three, number one, Titan. Today's quaddy, one, two, seven, eight, and ten in the first. Second leg, one, two, four. Third leg, five and six. And the last leg, one, three, four, and five. Great work, Glenn. Best of luck today at Hanging Rock. Do you like anything at Sandown in particular? Uh, I, I do like the instructor again for Gay, Gay Water from Adrian Bott there, Warren. I think that horse will be hard to beat again. Best of luck today, Glenn. Thanks, Warren. You too. Happy holiday Thursday and a big day and night for Greyhound Racing. George Ferruja joins us. Good morning, George. Good morning, Warren. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. We've been talking about the, the build-up to the the Terralgan Cup tonight, and it's been a, a really good series, this Gippsland series. How are you feeling about the event tonight? Yeah, look, it's a, it's a great way to finish after we, we've had two terrific cups, obviously, at Sale and then again at Warrigal with Jarek Bale winning in Sale. Um, Mobile legend um, taking out the Warrigal Cup and now another greyhound looking to add the Terrellgren Cup to their already bursting CBs. A lot of these greyhounds are very, very talented. And, and a, a terrific story, Warren, around Mr Audacious. He's a, a greyhound we hadn't seen race since last September. He comes out um, first up and breaks the track record um, at Terrellgren, making it uh, nine t- so, sorry 14 wins from 17 starts. Just an incredible performance uh, from Mr. Audacious last week, running 24.43. And he's the $1.95 favourite, just slightly easy. He was $1.85, now into $1.95, and uh, out to $1.95, sorry. But, look, if he begins cleanly enough, he's a greyhound that's almost unparalleled in this field with his acceleration. He's such a talent. Second favourite is Salad Dodger at $3.70. Mobile legend, who, of course, took out the Warrigal Cup only a week ago, looking to make it back-to-back country cups would be an unbelievable effort. He's at $5. Expect improvement from him, Warren, because he did miss the kick last week, and he got to the line quite well. Out to Revolution at six fifty, River Rough at $13, Zella Bale at 19 and I'm talking at 34 Vance Bale at 100 to one uh, to win the Terrellgan Cup. But, look, if Mr Audacious can begin cleanly... He's going to be incredibly hard to beat, and uh, 
look, it's a, it's a terrific final. With that speed that you've outlined, if he does get away cleanly, how how does he take advantage of box three? Yeah, look, it's a it's a obviously it's a unique type track um, to Rogan where there is it, it's sort of shaped like a J where it's a massive run into that uh, final corner. Um, so it almost starts off like you're racing at Hillsville, and then you you find a little bit of a corner. So you you do find um, you get a you get an opportunity to race um, cleanly, and I think Mr. Audacious from the draw. Look, there's a little bit of speed underneath him. Don't get me wrong. Seller Dodger has got extreme speed. This is his type of distance. Um, he should be able to beat Vance Bale out. And look, if he just stays out of trouble, um, I think he'll be um, too strong for them and overpower them. Salad Dodge is an interesting one, as we mentioned, because he's a greyhound that's got a lot of speed, probably not so much stamina, but if he kicks away with a nice little break, he could be one. And they've certainly um, kept him safe in the market. And as we said, Mobile Legend, I think, is the improver. $6 into $4.80 now. Uh, And I think if people did watch that replay, um, they'll understand why he's being backed, because there's, there's a lot of improvement, I think, from his seat run. But look... Mr. Audacious makes a habit of winning. He's won 14 out of 17 for a reason. He's a, a Group 3 winner already, taking out the St. Ledger. The only couple of times he's come to town, he's run very, very fast at Santa. And he's a terrifically talented greyhound. And, look, um, it's hard-pressed to, to tip against him. We'll recap as it's the last leg of the quaddy, but just give us your thoughts on how you play the cup. Yeah, look, uh, yeah, well, obviously we'll, we'll have it in our quaddy legs, but... Uh, we don't, don't always like tipping the odds on his, but it's it's hard to tip against the Greyhound with such a terrific record. And look, he can be a little bit hit or miss at box rides, Mister Audacious. That's probably the only thing I'll say. But if he if he gets the start right, he'll be nice and fresh. He'll be better for his run too. That's the scary part. He broke the trek record. He's, he's second up today. And um, yeah, look, it's it's hard to have a play other than looking at Mister Audacious. For those that are keen on Mobile Legend, was happy to take the six dollars into four eighty. He's getting down there now, but, um, yeah, Mr. Audacious for me. Quaddy kicks off with race five at Terrellga tonight, just after quarter past eight, the time for the first leg of the Quaddy. And from box seven, Spring Gonzales heads an even market at 3.90. What about that at $4? Billy Bob Jordan at 4.20. The market's got as an even start to the Quaddy. George, how are you seeing it? Yeah, I thought the Greyhound in box four, what about that, um, was going to be hardest to beat. Last start winner. Um, again, the box draw uh, makes it a little bit tricky, but it was a good win last start in 22-32 at Terrelgan. Spring Gonzalez, the favourite, um, uh, again, um, he's been, he, he was as short as 350 and he's blown out to uh, 390 now, but his win at sale did come in 2480. That's pretty quick. So if he can run up to that, um, clearly he'll be hard to beat. And I thought the other one, Billy Bob Jordan, number two, um, certainly been backed here. Um, we have to go on his, his run at Terrelgan where he did run second behind Joe Jem, which was a good run. Before that, he did have form uh, in town, a um, couple of runs that weren't too bad. But, uh, yeah, look, four to beat seven and two to kick us off. Race six is the second leg of the quaddy, and the favourite from box four, your colour room, has been hovering around the even money. $1.95, $2.00, has been bet. Currently a $2.00 favourite from box four. Rough shot, $4.20. Dr Angelo at $7.00. Dr Seco at $8.00. Audacious Stell at eight fifty. How are you playing the second leg? Yeah, look, I think there's only two chances here, your colour room and also rough shot, but... Uh... Look, your colour room's last couple of wins at Horsham have been outstanding. 26.88. They don't go too much quicker than that at Horsham, uh, Warren. And 
Look, if he can run up to that, it'll be hard to beat. He's had the nine starts. He's won five of them. Um, he's he, he started his career in unbelievable fashion at Bendigo, running very fast times. He's always been a pretty quick greyhound, and he's stepping through the grades nicely. Rough shot's probably the only danger um, here for David Gill. His last win at Ballarat came impressively over the 500 metres. He's probably a greyhound that's going to be suited by getting some room into that uh, big run-up into that first corner. He looks the only danger for mine. Four to beat seven in race six. Race seven's the third leg of the quaddy. Madigan from the inside box, the red box, currently favoured at $2.30. Power of silence at three ninety, And support for Fred Rose, $7.50 opening price, now into $4.60. How are we playing the third leg? Yeah, Madigan's just a type of greyhound that when he's drawn closer to the fence, he, he is competitive in just about anything he competes in. If he if he's drawn off the track, he's a little bit more of a liability. So clearly he's drawn where he wants to be. His last win at Ballarat come in very, very fast time over the 5.45. Again, a, a greyhound that I, I think will enjoy racing here at Sorelgan. Power of Silence, the second favourite, um, is a greyhound with, with some nice form recently. Forget its run last start. Uh, where it was beaten in the heats behind Revolution. Before that, its Sorelgan form was good and in good time. So power of silence must be considered. Um, I'm going to throw in one of my favourite greyhounds here, Hamilton. Um, I know he's probably not racing at his best, but uh, at, his, at his best, he's a very, very fast greyhound. He's had two runs back from a spell, uh, Warren. His run at Sorelgan uh, last start behind Hilltop Jack was good. Um, so they're the three chances for mine, one to beat six and four. And recapping your, your thoughts on the last leg of the quaddy, the Terrelgan Cup with Mr Audacious, currently the dollar ninety five favourite. Yeah, look, for, the, for our quaddy numbers, we're going to have three to beat five and one. I think Mr Audacious on top, mobile legend, as I said, he'll improve off that run. He's a very, very fast greyhound. He's racing with his tail up, obviously, taking up the taking out the Warrigal Cup last week. And Salad Dodger is a greyhound with an abundance of speed. He could really put the pressure on and he's drawn well here. He's capable in these type of races, so three to beat five and one. How do we play the card at Terrellgan? Yeah, we'll, we'll go through our quaddy numbers first. Uh, four to beat seven and two in the first leg. Second leg, four to beat seven. Uh, third leg, one to beat six and four. And then we come home with three to beat five and one. I like one later in the program. Race 11, number six, Nicholson Bale, I think will just be winning... He's a very, very classy greyhound. And, again, he, he had no luck in his heat. He ran fifth behind Revolution. Before that, his form was very good. He went as quick as 22.17 at Geelong over the 400, which is nearly a track record. It's a, it's a top run. And, look, he's just a classy greyhound. I think he'll get the job done. Race 11, number six. He's been fluctuating between a dollar ninety-five and the two-dollar quote. Currently $2.00. Tab fixed odds. Race 11, number six. Nicholson Bale. How do you see that price? Yeah, I think that's just about right. Look, I know box six, a lot of people would say it's a little bit sticky, but again, he'll have a nice run into that first corner at Sorolgan. And I, I just think he's a class runner of the race. He's in good form, um, and I think he'll just get the job done. All in all, it's always a busy time in Greyhound racing outside of the Sorolgan Cup. Well, what are we looking forward to? I see some noms closing for some feature races during the week. Yeah, look, uh, we've obviously got uh, heats of the the. Uh, gold bullion at Albion Park tonight. It's a race worth $375,000, so there's a little bit there. There's a couple of Victorians in the Gold Cup, including Mapunga Ruby, who's a multiple group winner, so good luck to the Vicks there tonight. Um, I think the big one, uh, Warren, is coming on Feb 11, uh, where we look at the Tem Lee, where we might get to see the repeat clash of, well, she's fast, 
Amron Boy. She's a pearl. It'll be absolutely fantastic. I believe where she's fast trolled at the Meadows during the week in preparation for it. Hopefully Amron Boy pulled up all right after his unplaced effort in the Paws of Thunder. So that's all eyes will shift back to Victoria after some big racing in Queensland in the next week or so. So really looking forward to it. Obviously, we've got the Terrelgan Cup. And, uh, yeah, as you said, it, it never ends. Best of luck at Terrelgan tonight, George. Thanks for joining us this morning. No worries. Happy punning, mate. Harness racing at stall this afternoon. Rob Orber's online to try and find all the winners. Good morning to you, Rob. Very good morning to you, Warren. Uh, happy Australia Day, and we're looking forward to a, a very big program at stall today. Ten races. Every time I turn on the radio or look at a harness race on TV, you've got something to do with it. How are you holding up at this busy time? Oh, no, I love it, uh, Warren. So well, we, we, uh, we enjoy what we do and, and yeah, look, we, uh, we put in a lot of hours, but we certainly uh, we love, the, the, love the industry and we love the work we do. So, uh, no, never, you never hear me complain, Warren. It's not part of the, the summer of glory, but there's plenty of winners to be had at stall this afternoon. And we kick off the quaddy in, in race five. And currently classically smooth's favourite at $2.40. In from $2.70 opening price. Montana Pride, $4.20. $4.60 for Noosa Beach. $7 for Rock and Roll Opal. How are you kicking off the quaddy here, Rob? Yeah, I think uh, the market's got, got it pretty right. So, look, classically smooth. Chad three, four runs back from a spell now. Uh, gets a lovely draw here from Barrier One. And I thought... Should be well positioned. I thought Noosa Beach number four had the gate speed to probably get across to the lead. And if Classically Smooth sits on the back of Noosa Beach, I, I think uh, Classically Smooth will be right in the finish. Noosa Beach, I think, will be suited on this smaller track. It's got the gate speed to probably get across to the front and might take some running down. And number nine, Rock and Roll Opal, will trail, on, trail through on the back of Classically Smooth and will certainly be in striking range. And Montana Pride who's drawn out in barrier seven, going well enough to be a, a real chance. But look, I've gone one, four, nine and seven to race five. Race six, second leg of the quaddy, and bet you want to know, heads the market at $2.60 from barrier two. Wichita, Kansas, inside draw, $4.60 and four eighty for class act. How are you playing the second leg, Rob? Yeah, interesting race. Uh, look, certainly number two, I bet you want to know, it's had two runs back from a spell, a win at Mount Gambier, and then last start was a very good fourth, uh, an improving type of uh, runner. And tonight, or today, uh, draws barrier two. One which of the Kansas has also got gate speed, so it'll be interesting to see how uh, the pole horse holds up here. I'm not sure which one of the two could possibly lead. Obviously, Class Act from five has got gate speed as well, but always the inside draws can be a bit of an advantage at stall. Look, I've settled for two, I bet you want to know. Like these run at Hamilton last start, hit the line really well. From one witch of the Kansas who's been bursting to win, I thought nine Kempsey's delight might be a value run on the race. So it trails through from the second row. And with numbers four and five, Doc Harvey and Class Act, I haven't ruled out. But look, two, one, nine, they're my main three. And I think if you put the wider numbers, three and five for, for race number six. But the two's the horse to beat. Short price favourite, third leg of the Quaddy Race 7 at stall this afternoon, I think. Open $1.40, currently $1.45. Best back, Bruce. Someone's back, Bruce. Been $12 into $8.50, 13 into nine fifty for Dina Mo. But a short price favourite here in the third leg, Rob, with, I think, currently $1.45. Yeah, look, number seven, I think, was super impressive uh, winning at Hamilton last start. Absolutely bolted in. Uh, look, draws outside of the front row here on a smaller track, which obviously can be a bit tricky at times, and this is a much stronger feel to what it meant last start. 
slim of a horse to beat, but still needs uh, plenty of uh, racing luck to go its way. Uh, you, you, I think you need to take a quaddy with him one out, but obviously I'd be still happy to take a secondary quaddy to go a little bit wider just in case things go uh, a little bit pear-shaped in the run. I thought horses like Six She will want to know is a tough mare, uh, will certainly run well. Uh, I ate to... You know, I keep calling it Dynamo. I don't know if it's Dynamo or Dynamo, but uh, no one's come and complained yet, so uh, I'll stick with Dynamo. Uh, and number three, Best Back Bruce, has got some really good gate speed. So uh, seven on top, six, eight and three as uh, dangers for race number seven. Yeah, a play on the spelling, but I think you might be right there with Dynamo in, uh, in race seven, number eight. Rob, we wind up the quaddy with race eight at stall this afternoon. It'll be run at... Court to five this afternoon, effectively, just a couple of minutes before. Alanza, the fixed odds favourite at $3.40. He's a cool Mac at $4.40. That same price for Kiang Kamikaze, $6 for Rock Aller and six fifty for Operative Line. So reasonably wide finish to the quaddy. Rob, your thoughts here? Yeah, good race, really good quality race. There's a lot of chances here. Look, I've been a huge fan of number eight, Rock Aller. Uh, I've just seen this horse from day one. He's just... Uh, a really progressive type. He gets a, a bit of a tricky draw inside the second row, follows through on the back of the lands. The lands it could lead, it could get crossed at the start. So Rockella will need some luck, but I just like this horse. You know, when you sort of have a bit of an affinity with a horse, Warren, uh, it, it doesn't matter what races they're in, you always got a soft spot for him. And I, I just like this horse. He's just a real genuine horse. And I think if the brakes go his way, he, he'll be right in this race again today. One, Alanza gets a nice barrier draw, certainly can't fault any of its form to date this time in. I thought too ready to rock might be a value chance in the race. This horse has been going a lot better than his figure form suggests. I think barrier two is a good draw for ready to rock. I think he comes into this race with a really good hope. And I certainly respect Tinky and Kamikaze, seven operative line. I think both horses have got chances as well. And obviously, uh, he's a cool match well in the market. So it's a pretty wide affair, the final uh, leg of the quaddy. But eight, one, two and ten for mine for race eight. How are we attacking stall today, Rob? Uh, look, obviously, best bet. You know, should be race seven, number seven, I think. Uh, he's certainly a classy horse. I think he'd be hard to beat. I thought race five, number one, classically smooth, will certainly get its chance today. I thought some value chances for today. I thought probably another good chance. I thought Rakari gets a really good hope today. Race nine, number three. I thought it should be able to lead and be very hard to beat. Um, the best roughie for the day was race six, number nine, Kempsey's Delight. I think he's a real genuine value chance. And also in race eight, I thought two ready to rock could be a little bit of a blowout as well. So it's a, a tricky race uh, meeting. I think there's probably three or four real genuine winning chances in most races today. Looking forward to it. First race at 12.30 and the final then at 6 o'clock. So we're in for a big day and looking forward to the afternoon. Great work, Rob. Thanks for joining us this morning. Best of luck at stall. Thanks very much, Warren. Good catching up with you. Thank you. Huge period of time in, in Harness Racing. Tim O'Connor from Harness Racing Victoria joins us. Good morning to you, Tim. Hey, Warren. Great to be on. Thanks for having me. And you certainly steered us the right way with the feature winners in night one of, of Summer of Glory. How did it all unfold for you? Yeah, well, it was uh, it was fantastic. We had uh, we had the Ballarat uh, Pacing Cup on the opening night uh, of Summer of Glory. I think I spoke to you a couple of weeks prior to that. It was the Shepherd and Gold Cup from memory, Warren, and we um, we found a couple of winners there. It's really been a, a massive period in harness racing, probably the last six months. Uh, and speaking just on 2023, I mean, 
we kicked off with some country cups. Of course, we had the, the Bendigo Pacing Cup and the Shepparton Pacing Cup, and then we headed to my hometown just down the road here for Ballarat. It was the opening night of the Summer of Glory on Saturday, as you said. Yeah, it was a wonderful night. Uh, Ballarat's known for its ordinary weather, but it did turn it on, thankfully, for the big night. There was a crowd of, I think they're roughly estimating 2,000, which they were wrapped with. Uh, they sold out numerous packages and beer garden tickets and things like that and obviously the yeah the crowd had a great night but the racing on the track was fantastic as well we had the i guess the the hype was around the two new zealand raiders that were coming over uh to tackle the ballarat pacing cup copy that was one of those and old town road another they came out on the same flight and uh it was copy that who at his third victorian campaign finally showed us his best he was able to find the front very early in that Ballarat Pacing Cup for champion New Zealand driver Blair Orange. And, yeah, they couldn't get near him. He went basically from uh, barrier to box and won the race. And, yeah, he's finally, as I said, uh, Warren, he's finally showed us his New Zealand form. He's a dual New Zealand Cup winner. But we've uh, we've probably missed his best here in Victoria. But, uh, yeah, he's going to be very, very hard to beat in the AJ Hunter Cup on February 4th. I know one of the more exciting horses in Australia certainly captured Dan Malecki's imagination is Captain Ravishing. Uh, did you spot Dan anywhere in the background sneaking a look when he was there to trial on Tuesday? <laughs> uh, no, but I, uh, I wouldn't put it past him. Yeah, he's a big fan of Captain Ravishing, as we all are. Um, yeah, he was very exciting. Um, I've been a bit lucky in the last couple of days. I'm, I'm only a few minutes from the track here in Ballarat. And we've had the, the pacing cup here and then uh, the trials were moved to Ballarat on Tuesday, and Captain Ravishing, uh, he, he's had 12 career starts. Warren, he's won eight of those, but it's probably his last six or seven of those starts where he's stamped himself as a you know the most exciting horse in harness racing in this country, no doubt about it. He, uh, he smashed track records uh, at Kilmore, uh, and he, the, the performance that everyone stood up and really took notice was his last start on November 19th. It was a wet night at Melton, uh, the Breeders' Crown Finals night, and there was a massive downpour before his race. Um, look, I actually thought the races might have been in a little bit of jeopardy. Anyway, he came out and sat in the death seat and broke the 2240-metre track record at Melton, which, um, you know, there's been hundreds and thousands of races run on that over that trip, and he was able to smash it with an unsuitable trip on a wet, cold night. So, um yeah, we, it was our first look at him in 2023, and he trialled unbelievably. Again, he won by about 50, well, 50 plus metres was the estimation from the caller. Uh, he did it in first gear, uh, and he looked, um, yeah, he looked absolutely right on song for his return. So he'll be back at the races on February 4, Hunter Cup night, but he's in the four-year-old Bonanza, a Group Two race, which will. Hopefully, set him up on a path towards the Chariots of Fire in Sydney, and then from there, the team wants to get to the Miracle Mile. So he's got a big couple of weeks ahead, but we can't—I can't wait to see him back at the races on uh, February four. Night two of the Summer of the Glory at Melton, Saturday night, the Casey Classic, the Dullard Trotters Cup, the Caduceus Classic are among the, the features. What are you most looking forward to? Yeah, well, just a, one little bit of news that I've just spotted uh, in the last hour. So. Um, Stewards are going to inspect the track, Warren, at Melton on Friday afternoon. There's been some remedial works required there. So, um, yeah, it's not, not ideal. I don't know where it kind of sits at the moment. But, um, look, all systems go, obviously, towards racing there on Saturday night. But there is going to be a track inspection on Friday from Stewards just to, just to confirm that that track has come up good, good enough for racing. And, 
Um, yeah, so we'll just keep watch this, watch this space. I guess there, there. I wouldn't anticipate a transfer to another track, but look, you never know. So that's just um, a bit of news in the in the last hour that I've been able to catch up with. But yeah, look, you rattled off some of the key races. Um, they're probably the ones. The Mercury 80 heat is going to be a ripper. We saw Catch a Wave win that last Friday night. That's the 1,200-metre scamper uh, in, in harness racing. For those that don't follow it too closely, that's that's as short as a short of races we, we'll see here in Victoria. Most most races are over the mile or the, the middle trip of sort of 2,100, 2,200. And, yeah, the, the scamper of the Mercury 80 is a, a real uh, exciting race. And all horses start off the front row in that, so... Um, not just the seven of normal races, and we've just got all the, the entire field across one big line at the start. So that's going to be a really interesting uh, heat there heading into the final the following week. Uh, the Casey Classic uh, you mentioned is basically the last the last chance for, for any horses trying to get into the Hunter Cup to show their worth, I guess, and force a spot into that race. And that's going to be uh, a really interesting affair, probably one key runner to, to note there is uh, Hurricane Harley. He uh, is a Group 1 winner for the Emma Stewart Stable. He spent time in Western Australia recently and now he's back uh, racing here in Victoria and he, he um, impressed with a second place in behind Catchaways in that Mercury 80 heat last weekend. The Dullard Trotters Cup is a leg of the Aurora Australis series, the third leg, so that, that takes that's a series that takes in the big trotting races through January and February, and just believe uh, we get to see him again, the Inter Dominion winner who uh, was ultra impressive first up from a little break at Ballarat on Saturday night, and probably the, the other key runner in that race. Well, there's probably two more: uh, Warren Queen Elida, who uh, was a bit unlucky in that Inter Dominion final. She got out from uh, a boxed-in position on the pegs and flew late to run third. She's trialled up nicely for this race. She'll re-emerge for her first start of 2023. And the other one is Majestic Man, a, a Kiwi who I think this is his fourth trip to Victoria. He's raced here in 2020, 2021, 2022, and now this year. And he actually won the Dullard Cup, this race that he's contesting on Saturday night back in 2021. So he has another little element uh, to that race. And um, it's going to be a beauty as well. In the, in the Caduceus uh, three-year-old classic, $100,000 race for the three-year-old, the beauty. It looks a two-horse race, dangerous. Drawn barrier one, taking on the last start, group one winner in school captain, drawn barrier five. Plenty to look forward to Saturday night and the, the weeks ahead as we build award to the Hunter Cup and the culmination of the Summer of Glory. And obviously we'll keep an eye out for any news relevant to the track at Melton regarding this Saturday night. Tim, thanks for joining us. Great. Thanks, Ryan. We'll talk soon.